Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. Hey, everybody, live from Florida. It is Coaching and Cocktails with Brandy and Tina. <laughs> and it's really weird because we're not, so normally, if you guys don't know this, we record this on our Zoom app where Brandy is in Virginia and I'm in Maryland and we're watching each other on video, but we're actually sitting next to each and other. And it's super awkward. And it's I wanna, super weird. I guess I'm, I wanted to walk across the table right now. Yeah, we're both just standing, sitting here looking at Now we can stare, stare into each other's we're eyes each other while we do this. How about we just look at each other and have a conversation? Because <laughs> this will make for good listening. This is so fun. So... Because we're on vacation, having a great time, we thought we'd It's a workcation. It's so not a vacation. We're working our asses off. Legit. You guys have no idea the, like, amazingly cool stuff that we put together this weekend. Absolutely. We've seriously worked. But we also got to walk on the beach today, and it's 80 degrees and it's not snowing, and we're drinking cocktails. Mm -hmm. And we thought it'd be super fun to do something a little different. Yes. Um, actually, a little something that we just like to do, and hopefully other people want to listen to us. We were sitting around last night, let's say, were we reading the Bible? Right, right. <laughs> we were definitely reading the Bible. Now, I'm pretty sure we were at the bar, and uh, we had this brilliant idea, because you guys all know we talk about our mm -hmm. love of true crime, right. and how we were inspired to start our own podcast by um, the My Favorite Murder, yeah. um, awesome, badass chicks, Georgia and Karen. And um, so we decided to marry our two loves, true crime and bodybuilding, and tell a bodybuilding right. true crime story. And it took about 10 seconds for us to We knew exactly which decide. one we were doing. We looked at each other and said, we got to do the Kelly Ryan murder. Kelly Ryan and Craig Titus. Right. So that's what we're going to do for you guys. Yep. If you're new to, like, we started in this, what, this sport 600 years ago. At least. So, like 605. so at that time, there was 605, yeah, I might have my dates wrong, but it was right around I'm that. five years older, so for you it was 600, and for right. me it was 605. I don't know if that's how it works, but yes. <laughs> that's definitely how it works. I don't know if that's how time works right. exactly, but let's, let's say that. Right. So back in the day, yep, and the, this uh, did not look like it does today. Nope. There was basically one category that women competed in yep. called fitness yes which that was 90% awesome. flipping around like a gymnast yep. and 10% figure class well and, the, and a lot of it was women who had done gymnastics mm -hmm. right so because there was so much gymnastics involved in business at the time yep. and now unfortunately I mean there is still fitness in the NPC and the IFBB but it's not it's not what it used near to be. as prevalent there used to be so much fitness and honestly that is truly what sparked mm -hmm. my love for the mm -hmm. sport I mean, I love, I know you were way more into gymnastics than I ever was. And I was recreationally in gymnastics and fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a passion for that. But a lot of these, you know, women who like went on to like um, call collegiate gymnastics mm -hmm. and things like that, um, you know, kind of looking, and I think it's a natural thing. You're looking for another sport to get into. Right. And so these women who have naturally muscular bodies mm -hmm. usually because gymnasts do, I mean, bodybuilding is like a natural yeah. thing, right? So so fitness, you know, it was a little bit of dance and a little bit of gymnastics. I mean, I loved and, it. That's and all bodybuilding. I, that it was fantastic. Was absolutely what attracted me to it. Yep. And that's all I did in the beginning. I mean, I remember doing one-arm push-ups and straddle stands until I thought my face was going to yeah. freaking fall off. So anyway, back, yep. in those days, back in those days, there were two main names in this world that we probably had a little bit of hero worship. Kelly Ryan and Flying Ryan. Ryan. I remember. And, I saw her. I saw yep. Flying Ryan. Yep. 
The first we body body rock, rock too. Yeah, the I think that was the very first bodybuilding competition mm -hmm. my ex-husband um, Chuck took me to. It was at Bowie State, mm -hmm. and so it was probably it was in it was in probably the late nineties. I'm pretty sure it was the late nineties. So yeah, obviously, so before been. all this happened, so it was late nineties. Um, maybe like 97. I feel like 96, 97. It was like 96, 97. And um, I remember seeing her. She was flying yeah. Ryan and she won everything. Yep. She, I think they said she won like six, seven, eight, I don't know, years in a row or something. Right. I got the national title, whatever right. it was. Right. So she was, now I wasn't all that into the big steroid bodybuilders. Of course, my ex husband was, but you know, I paid attention to the fitness chicks, mm -hmm. right? But um, yeah, so Kelly was, Kelly was a shit back then, before Monica Brandt, before, you know, anybody else, whoever right. the fuck, every, whoever the hell you guys are all following now, because I don't follow anybody right. anymore. So back in the day, like, know. back when we were kids, yeah, in the we early 90s, there was a name called Kelly Ryan, she is who we all want to grow up, we would sit probably on my front porch or your front porch with our little oxygen magazines. Yeah. Doing nothing to actually make it happen, but talking about how we wanted to be here exactly. one day. I, yeah. I, be, I, I forgot we actually knew each other. I've done with this bottle of wine. I'm, I'm totally going to But I'm pretending it. like we had separate lives back then. We actually- no, there was only one life. No, we only had one life. <laughs> I forgot we actually- We were together back then. Oh my God. Yeah. So- Okay. So- okay, Back to this. All right. A couple of data points at Kelly Ryan, like you said. She was the name, and I captured in this note. Well, first of all, we just got a lot of this information from a killer couples episode. Killer couples on oxygen. On, a, on oxygen. There's also a snap. There's a book. There's a book called Fire in, in the, the Desert. Desert. I forgot to write down the author's name. But if you want to learn more about it, it's actually a really good episode uh, on oxygen, so you can stream it. Just mm -hmm. Google uh, Kelly Ryan murder, and it actually yep. comes up on oxygen. Yep. Uh, killer couples. You can watch it for free. You don't even have to have the app. Literally, right. we just like streamed it on the laptop. Right. And also, also caveat: if you want to validate any of these facts, <laughs> feel free. Feel but free. We were just making notes as we were watching we're, the video. Yeah, we're giving cocktail, right. so exactly. it's going to be our version. Of so, it, from the early 1990s until the early 2000s, Kelly Ryan won seven World Fitness Division titles. Yes. So that's seven years running. But she started off gymnastics, right? Okay. So mm -hmm. she was she was a competitive gymnast. Mm -hmm. She went to the University of South Carolina. I got that South right. Carolina. South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I wrote down SC and then I wasn't sure what the fuck it stood for. Is that South Carolina? Mm, Southern California? I no, like okay. It's right. South Carolina. Anywho, um, where she did a gymnastics dance and cheer. Right. And then it was after that that she got into the Just world like body you said, building. a lot of women yeah. who go all the way. In fact, interesting note, I didn't realize she trained with Bella Corollis. Yes. Corolli. So she was just probably in sniffing distance of the Olympics. That's pretty cool. So aged out For of sure. college, went into the fitness world. We've already told you that history. Yep. And that's where she met the bad boy of bodybuilding. 1999. Craig Titus. a bad year, 1999. Yes. So, Who? Super cool guy, mm, Craig Titus. Not at all. He was awesome because he was super huge. And he used lots of steroids, mm -hmm. and he's so—he's super smart. You're gonna find out how smart he is as we go through this. Mm -hmm. He's super smart. She doesn't mean anything. He's super this. smart because he was—I wrote down selling ecstasy because I didn't ecstasy. know how to spell it. He was selling ecstasy, um, so he got arrested for selling ecstasy right. in the early. 90s. And then he violated his probation by taking, by drugs. taking steroids. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, guess what? Don't fucking do drugs. Don't, do, don't do steroids. That's going to stay a theme. For so the here's story. the don't thing. Do I don't fucking care. How, all right. Listen. Look, look, listen. I got to tell you. I something. don't. 
I got to tell you guys something. I don't care what anybody says. Steroids and all that other illegal shit, if it's on the World Anti-Doping Agency banned substance list, it's not good for you. Don't do it. I don't care if you have a good doctor. I don't care if you buy it from Mexico. It's fucking illegal. Well, and you know, it's, it's illegal, so don't take it anyway. And, I mean, since we're on that tirade, right? It's illegal. Do not date, marry, or otherwise get involved with men doing steroids. I have done it. You have done it. Oh, my situation ended up very violent, as actually most steroid users. Yep, I forgot my ex husband. You know, you'll get the point as we keep going. But even if some guy convinces you it's fine, it's not a big deal, or you just want to look the other way, don't, because steroids are a drug. They change you mind, body, and otherwise, and right. it ends in violence more often than not. Okay, so roid rage is an actual thing, I right? Been okay, so there's that. Once. But, but also, right, so. While it's not addictive in the same sense as like cocaine is addictive and how it affects the, you know, the receptors in mm -hmm. your brain and such, it's not that kind of drug. Mm -hmm. But what you do get addicted to is how it makes you feel, your recovery, your how big you are, right? So it's, you know, must, what is, what do they call it? Um, bigorexia, right? When you're, you're never big yep. enough, right? So it's the opposite of anorexia. And a lot of people that take, it's like more and more and more and more and yes. more steroids because you get addicted to being bigger and stronger. Right. And so you can't stop taking it. And, just and, and it truly, I'm not saying everybody, but it truly does lead to other drug addictions, often. right? It, it is, it is very drug. often. It's, a gateway um, drug. A gateway drug leads to violence in frequent cases. Also, by the way, kills you because the steroids also enlarge your organs and And your penis will fall off. Or right. if you're a woman, you'll, you'll get a penis. If you're a man, your penis will fall yeah. off. So, just so, so, so leave, the, leave don't do drugs. That, don't do drugs. That's what Craig was doing. Yep. She meets Craig in 1999. He's 34 years old. He's already had a stint. And he's like eight years old. Right. He's already had a stint in the pokey for some, <laughs> for some drugs. He's a pokey. Right, yep. and he is a monster at this time, and he's also winning all sorts of titles. Oh, and um, by the way, yes. so just back up on him, the yes. reason why he got into steroids, because he wanted to play football, right. and he was a little scrawny kid that got picked on all the time, mm -hmm. and so he used steroids to get bigger, right? Mm -hmm. So we all know the body, so it's not just women that have these body image issues, right? Hello. So again, these guys, he's like, hey, well, I'm gonna get bigger. But the problem is, is even though he got bigger, it wasn't enough, he was still, right. what they said is like, he's still like this, he had this little scrawny kid, I'm getting bullied mentality. And so he had this chip right. on his shoulder. So he had yep. anger issues already right. that the drugs exacerbate. Yep. He needed so. more therapy, yep. less steroids. Exactly. But that's not the way it rolled out. Right. So they were in Vegas, which so is they, an amazing place to live if you have drug problems. Yes. It's a great place to go. It's a great place to go up. anyway. You can go there and not do drugs. No, I don't like Vegas. I do that so a lot. I love Vegas. I'm going to be the mayor of Vegas someday. Right. So in the late 1990s, all of this happens, right? They get married, they move to Las Vegas, they're both at the top of their game, and yep. they start trying to basically open businesses and make a life. Yeah, they're having like a shit ton of sponsorships right. because they're super famous. Like they are the bodybuilding couple, like du jour. Like right. they're, they are it, right? So they're the it couple. But underneath of all of that right hot mess city going they on. were partying like fucking rock stars so they because they were winning everything like after a big show and every they would win they would have the, throw these huge parties mm -hmm. that was and this is the dark seated underbelly of 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 the bodybuilding world right been around a while I've heard the stories specifically in the chemically enhanced aspect of the bodybuilding world 
there's all, there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of porn people that will do anything, right? Like whatever you will do to get, you know, so there's just like some really yep. nasty, dark stuff that Super goes on decisions. in that world. Um, that's seriously, that's obviously not. So it looks all glamorous, mm -hmm. right? Um, the people, so people who look up to the, if it's got IFBB behind the name and all, and look, I'm not saying everybody that an IFBB uses, but you got to be careful with who right. you're, in, who you're um, putting up on a pedestal, right. right? And the shit that you think you want to be involved in, you don't really right. want to be involved in. So this was their dark underbelly. So they were throwing these big wild parties that were full of drugs and swinging, swinging sex parties, drugs, yes. the whole nine yards. It's a really bad scene. On top of that, you know, and I remember this time, not the wild sex parties, I, but I remember. <laughs> Do you remember the wild sex parties in Vegas? I don't remember. No. No? Last time I went to Vegas, <laughs> I stayed in my bedroom and watched movies for, for an entire day. <laughs> but I do remember this time period when they wore the It Couple. They're on every magazine. Yep. I myself remember reading those magazines being like, oh my God. I want to be like it all. But now we know they're having this lifestyle that I clearly don't want. And there's also tons of marital problems because you have a guy who obviously has some self-esteem problems. Mm -hmm. So he's a womanizer. Yep. She's extraordinarily insecure. Yep. Desperate to keep him. Yep, she'll do anything to keep him. So he got her into doing the drugs too. So she's drugs, drugs. by the way, oxy, yeah. meth, meth. Ster so again, start with steroids. Or obviously, he was he with the ecstasy even before steroids because he was arrested for that, right. right? So clearly, this was shit was right. going on. But they were winning even while they were taking yep. meth and oxy, which is very sad because here they are supposedly the poster children for healthy yep. living. And they are meth heads. There's nothing healthy about bodybuilding without the drugs. Right. So they are actually so successful at this point in their business pursuits that they hire a personal assistant. assistant. A personal assistant. So this poor, thank, thank you, Georgia and Karen, sweet baby angel. Right. Sweet baby angel. Melissa James. Melissa James. Um, they hired her, and all she wanted was to break into the fitness world. Mm -hmm. And they asked her to like man a booth at a bodybuilding show. Um, and they said she was drawn to them basically because uh, for their fame, right? Because she was like, "Oh my God, these these people actually want me to be a part of their world, and they're the most amazing people right. ever." And so, yeah, of course, I'm going to do whatever they so ask. Listen, like back then. If they'd asked you to move in and be there, um, I would. If yeah, would have done it. I would have fucking done that shit. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, because oxygen like was my jam, and I was like, all I wanted to do was be on the cover of right. Oxygen. And if Kelly Ryan and Craig Titus says, "Hey, why don't you come and work for me as our underling?" Yep. Absolutely, sign me up. Yep. So I understand how she got in this situation. Unfortunately, now she's in this situation. Right, but I think she was also very fragile. So Probably. apparently, she already had her own issues, right? right? So she had some drug issues. I mean, her mom, they right. interviewed her mom. Right. She had some drug issues. She had been arrested for like writing bad checks. Right. So she had already made some poor life choices, right. was maybe very maybe vulnerable. vulnerable, and clearly they took advantage of that. So she moves into their house to help them. Yep. Obviously, then is exposed to all the shenanigans and begins to participate, and herself. starts to have an affair with Just Craig, affair who with apparently is also having an, having affairs with mm -hmm. all sorts of other women. So Kelly seemed to be okay. Apparently, Kelly was okay I with the sex a parties, a forced open relationship because she felt like if she told him no, he'd leave. Right, I get that. Right. So she was able. She participated in the sex parties 
but wasn't okay with him participating right. outside of the sex parties. But then also she found out he was having a relationship with right. Melissa. So their solution to the problem was they would both then start to have a relationship with Melissa. Did so, they say, did she have a relationship with yes. Melissa? They said I missed that, that part. They said that his solution when she found out was to say, well, we need to bring another girl into our marriage. Oh, anyway, right, right, right. Basically. Yep. So now they're having threesome. a threesome, a life, a, a, a life triangle. No, not a life triangle. Love, love triangle. triangle? Yeah, I feel like that's right. It's a love trifecta. A love trifecta. <laughs> it's a love trifecta. <laughs> it's not something you should have. Don't have one. So. If you do, I'm not judging, but don't. So you know nothing good is going to right. come of this, this situation. So we have drugs. We have sex. We have multiple partners, volatile personalities. Crazy fucking people. <laughs> right? And so, so um, in, when was it? 2000, December 2000. I wrote, I wrote we, this is the first time we ever took notes. Ever, I want to tell you, we took notes for the I first time. I haven't taken a note in 10 years. All right. That so December 14th, 2005. A truck driver mm. notices two cars speeding down the road. He happens to notice one's a, a Jaguar, one's mm. a gray pickup truck, and he notices he just happens. So and the crazy Las Vegas. So sweet there. baby angel truck driver, thank you for actually paying the fuck attention. Right. So pay attention to your surroundings, people. We've right. talked about this before. Oh, we have a story. Get out later. of your fucking phone and pay attention. Oh, wait till our next podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, so he notices, and then he sees just, just the pickup he- truck <laughs> speeding down the road in the opposite right. direction. And then he comes upon a burning car. OMG, and burning he, car. Right. And he's like, oh my Puts God. Puts it all together. Somebody <laughs> might be dead in the burning right. car. So oh, he, he calls the car. So he actually goes to help, but it's like totally right. inferno. So he then calls the cops. Yep. And the cops get there. I don't think they found the body, but spoiler alert, they, they find a body. They find a body in the trunk of the Jaguar. But they also find the license plate because it was held up by plastic hooks that melted, dropped the license plate. Right. So it didn't count. They were able to see the VIN number too. So they were able to see that that car was registered to Kelly Ryan. So they realize it's her car. They find a female body in the trunk. They assume it's her. The detectives go to her house to inform her husband that she's found dead in the desert. (laughs) And she answers answers the the door. door. And they're like, what? what?" They're like, what the I don't think this is what we think it is. So I guess that's not Kelly in the truck. So Kelly tells the cops, I'm so glad you're here because I was about to phone you and let you know that Melissa came in the middle of the night and stole our car. Right. So apparently they had, they had, I'm doing air quotes. You guys yes, can see it. Air quotes. They had kicked her out for, because they thought stealing. she was stealing money from them. Um, they bought, they paid for her a mm-hmm. hotel room. They bought her a ticket home to New Jersey to her mom. Her mom was expecting her home the next day. So yep. she was basically killed the day before her mom was expecting mm-hmm. her home. But so they had paid for a hotel room. So they, they, this is the story they told. And they, um, and she came in the middle of the night, right. opened their garage, stole the Jaguar. I guess so herself somehow, in the trunk. Apparently she tied herself up, put herself in the trunk and then set yeah. the car on fire. Right. So the cop's like, I don't know. That doesn't sound a hundred percent right. But we'll look into we'll it. We'll look into it. We're going to look into that. I'll, Thanks I'll for your time. I'll make a couple calls. We'll be back later. So they get the body and this was interesting. We actually paused this while we were watching it. They had duct taped her face up. So much that it had actually preserved enough skin or tissue or whatever. They were able to identify. Yeah. So they were able to um, identify do DNA, do DNA and identify her. Right. Yes. But you stopped it and you said, "Ooh, the duct tape's interesting because mm-hmm. they covered up her face, which usually means it's a, personal, it's a very personal crime. 
because for somebody to cover up the fate, like you just, and we learned that from, yeah, we learned that from my favorite murder, but that, but it's, but think about it, it's true, right? Like they don't want the person looking at them. Like, right. they, and I don't want to see your face. This is because I need to dehumanize you um, because I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. So they realize it's her. They know it's her. It's Melissa. They do a talk screen, find she's full of narcotics. Um, I don't, I didn't catch exactly what does They didn't say, matter. they just said narcotics, it doesn't right. matter. Yeah. So they, the cops end up, of course, pulling Kelly and Craig back in. They're like, so listen, there's a dead body in your trunk. What's going on? They have a very pathetic cover story trying to pitch it to the, her boyfriend, Melissa King's boyfriend. Um, oh, yeah, she, she a guy she a, had just started right, dating. Say maybe his boyfriend. Well, actually she has this drug dealer that she owed money to. Maybe it was him. They're coming yep. up with all these very, let's call them amateurish yep. cover stories. The the cops aren't really buying it. They start asking around and they go to Kelly and Craig's bodybuilding friends to try to validate the drug dealer story on Melissa and all the drugs are like, or all the friends are like, wait, no, no, no. If you want to talk about drugs, Craig and Kelly are the ones on drugs. They're the ones with all the drugs. Not Melissa, they're the ones right. with all the drugs, all the drugs connections. And that's who you need to be looking at. Right. And then they have these really good friends. Their names are the Foley's. Yes. And so apparently they had called the Foley's over the night of the murder Sorry. for a party. Sorry. Because, I mean, if you're going to murder somebody, you might as well have a party afterwards. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, because why not? So, so they called the Foley's over and the Foley's think it's just another one of their sex and drugs parties. But apparently it's just four of them. So I don't know what anyway. So, but then by the end of the night, they admit right. that they accidentally, or Craig admits he accidentally yeah. killed her because she and Kelly got in because Kelly finally lost her shit because right. she's tired of Craig having sex with somebody besides right. her, and Kelly and her get in a fight, and then Craig has to restrain her because he's like 500 pounds and she's probably like 20, yes. and she's itty bitty, but he has to restrain her with his bulging bicep, they said, that was the best part. And so he actually, he chokes her out and she dies. That's their story. But then, this is the best part, right? Okay. It's so good for the, here. The friends. This is the friends. The bad life choices after murdering somebody get so much worse, right? So they're like, hey, can you guys hold on to right. this duffel bag? Well, so the friends tell the cops, like, yeah, you know, now that I think about it, they did something really weird when we were leaving. Craig is like, hey, can you take this duffel bag and hide it for me? And, and the friends did. It. Listen. I, you're one of my best friends. If you told me to hold the duffel bag and not look at it, I'd be asking some fucking questions. And would what's you, in the duffel bag? What's in the fucking, <laughs> and would you look? I would look. You'd either tell me or I'd look or I'm not taking it. Right, okay, so here's some more life advice. If somebody <laughs> gives you something, it's like, hold this for me. Hide it. But don't look, hide it and don't look at it. Right. Don't, don't fucking do it. that. Why right? would you do that? So inside the bag was duct tape and a, a billy, billy stick, club. a billy club. So with really, blood on it, by yeah, the way. Her, her blood, right? Her blood. Like, they tested it. So apparently he did not choke her out with a giant bicep. He actually beat the shit out of he her, beat her to death. with a billy club. And then, I mean, like, then why would you give your friend this evidence? If you're going to burn the body in the desert in the car, why wouldn't you burn that too? Right. But then... Oh, this is the best. So after you get... So here... So this is how not to commit a murder, right? So there's the show, How to, how to Commit Murder. Here's how, how to get away with murder. Here's how not, not to, get to get away, get away with murder. With so once you give your friends your bag of, um, of death weapons... Yeah, so now the cops are on to them. And they're like, 
all right, we got to figure out what these two dipshits. Right. So they are looking dips. at so so they're what they do. They're looking at surveillance. Oh, they found the the other guy. Their other guy. What was his name? Okay. So this other guy, Anthony. Up, Anthony Gross, Anthony. ends up showing up, and it turns up turns out oh, he comes like, with an attorney. Right. He's a bodybuilding groupie. Yes. So he comes with his attorney to the cops and is like, listen, here's the thing. Oh, no, they found phone records. They found Craig's right. phone records. They're like, Craig. Oh, right. wait, because they said they were home sleeping when right. she stole the car. Right. They pulled the phone records and found all these right. phone calls in the middle of the night. They found between 3 and 4 a.m. Craig Titus had been phoning this guy, Anthony. Gross. Right. So they called him in and the guy comes in. Smartly, rightly so. If you're gonna, if you're involved with people who have committed murder, lawyer the fuck up. But Bring go your lawyer. Early. Go but you should probably report it sooner, early. right? But you got a lawyer up. So he came in with a lawyer, which immediately they're suspicious of. And, and he pretty much told them. Yeah, he said, listen, Craig called me in the middle of the night, said, again, said, um, I have something you need to come help me with, and I'm not gonna give you details. I don't know. I would hang up. But this kid came over, and <laughs> he um, meets him at a gas station. Yep. And by the way, say, he's got a great pickup truck. He's got and a, they are driving yeah. a Jaguar. And he ding, says, ding, 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 ding. they say, follow us. We want to go burn Kelly's car. We want to go burn the car. And he didn't ask any questions. In the he middle of the desert. Followed them and basically gave him a ride back. Right. Well, of course, he's driving the gray truck that the truck driver saw. Right. So now the cops are like, okay, listen, we know what's going on here. So they know so, they met in that gas station parking lot. So they look so at the surveillance camera. But they couldn't positively identify them in the car because the surveillance right. camera. So then they started looking um, at others. So they found them. <laughs> this is the best story ever. At Walmart. Mm -hmm. Buying more murder supplies. Right. So they had gone to Walmart before they went to the gas station because they, once from the gas station, they went to burn the car. Right. So at Walmart, so they found them on surveillance camera at Walmart <laughs> buying lighter fluid. Like which six giant jugs which, of it. Which apparently they put in the backseat of the car. They have on video. Never opened the trunk. Why? Because the poor baby angel is in the trunk that they just killed. But who puts lighter fluid in their backseat? You don't, because, I mean, oh my God, if it spilled, and it was like... But listen, smell. why would you take the body with you to get... Don't go to Walmart to get murder supplies. So they have Kelly on Walmart footage, they have walking around... Cameras. Yeah, walking around Walmart, picking up her lighter fluid. They have them outside, putting it in the car, not opening the trunk, right? So... Yeah. So they have the whole story, right? They do it. There's like, so now they've got them. But wait. So now there's a manhunt. Now they're like, yep, we got them. Well, yeah. So the cops realize. They're going to look for them. And they, I maybe missed this part, but somehow Kelly and Ryan at this point must have been tipped off. Or Kelly and um, Craig must have been tipped off. They must have been, probably because they probably knew that guy, Anthony, right. went to the police. Right. And so they've been tipped off. So they need to get the fuck out of right. Dodge. They are planning on leaving the country. Right. But. Before you leave the country for a murder, well, you, they take off. They leave Vegas right, and they go she, to Boston. Did they? I missed yes. that part. They went to Boston. Yeah, they leave Vegas they and they take Boston. off for Boston. Um, so they're in Boston. So the cops in Vegas went through the house to go get them. Okay, they're not there. The house is like they packed in a hurry. Right. They can tell that they packed in a hurry. They took off for Boston. They're with some other bodybuilding friends in Boston, trying to find. Was I getting a cocktail? I'm not a column state. I was here. <laughs> but the cops, of course, don't know they're in Boston until if you're leaving the country, going on a trip, what are some of the big things I you mean, do? you definitely should get a pedicure. Yes, and that's what she does. So Kelly was getting a pedicure. That's where they found her. Now, there's a nationwide manhunt with their pictures all over. I would... Everything. I mean, right? I mean, you're going to leave the country. She decided a pedicure was necessary. I mean, listen, you do you. 
But that's also how she went to jail. So there's surveillance video of- She had pretty toes. Right? I don't know if they got finished. Who knows? Oh, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if she went with like half done toes. Or she was like, hold up, can you wait? It serves her right if she goes with half done toes. Dumbass. So there's surveillance video of the cops swarming this fucking poor nail salon. Imagine all the people that. Right. I wish that would happen when I was getting right. my toes done. That would right. be so exciting. Unless it's I mean, not for me. Right. What? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not dumb enough to go to Walmart for murder supplies, give my BFFs my murder, my, my murder <laughs> weapons, I'm and just, just like involve so, all kinds of other fucking people in my dumb ass fucking so life decisions. So many questions. So many problems so many with questions. this whole thing. So she gets picked up in Boston very easily. I mean, it's almost like they're trying to get caught. And then he was there with her, and I miss, uh, she must have dimed him out because I think they picked him up immediately at the same time. Yeah, they, they just kind of said that they picked him up at the same time. But um, so initially, I guess the first time they appeared in court, they said, you know, he was, like, mouthing to her, like, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a day later, they both went in and did, they plead. They both, yeah. um, they both uh, pled guilty, but they did plea deals. Right. So he pled to second-degree murder and arson, and I missed the third thing. It was three things. But he was given 21 to 51 years. Right. And then she took a... Um, she took an Alfred. Alfred plea, so she doesn't have to say she's guilty. But she's getting sentenced, so she's guilty. Right. So she w- was um, sentenced for assault and arson. Right. She got up to a 26-year sentence, apparently. But she was actually released in... So she, they were sentenced in August, 20, August 22nd, 2008, I think. So right. they were sentenced in 2008. She was released in 2017. Yep. Uh, did nine years. He's still in jail, prison. Eligible for parole in 2026. Yeah, he's like 50-something years old right now. I'm sure looks like a mess because yeah. have you ever seen anyone who's taken mass steroids and then stops? Cool. It's not a good one. Yeah, but you know what? That shit's available in prison. I mean, maybe. I don't know. There's so much drugs in prison. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't I watch Orange is the I hope life. he's having an absolutely awful time. So, so sex parties. <laughs> yeah, he sex parties. He's having all the sex parties he wants in prison Enjoy. now. Good job, buddy. So he should. Good job. He, he's not eligible until 2026 for parole. She's out. I don't know what she's doing. No, we didn't do enough. I mean, we probably could have kept digging, but I didn't bother to dig. No, I, I mean, know what the fuck she's doing you know, so after we finished it, I got a couple thoughts. And obviously, there's a lot of bodybuilding threads in this, right? Like, why you don't do drugs? These toxic relationships. Don't do drugs. But why do people, let, why do people do drugs anyway, right? So my, my theory on why so many people in the bodybuilding sport, it's, it's win at all costs. So there's always that, right? I have to be the, I want to win nationals and I want to win my IFBB pro card. And I win, 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 win right. at all costs. Right. So I have to be bigger. I have to be stronger. I have to be able to train longer. I want to be leaner. Right. So all the reasons. Right. And I want to do it easier. Right. I want it to be easier, period. Right. So maybe I'm not genetically gifted. I want to get bigger, faster. I don't want to wait 20 years right. to, to get those muscles. Right. I want to get it now. I want what I want when I want it. I want it now. I want to win at all costs. And then a lot of times. Right. So at least I think in particular with women who my women get into drugs in the bodybuilding world. Again, it's the win at all costs, but I think a lot of, it, there's there's a self-esteem aspect to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right? It's like, if you're willing to win at all costs, right, to do whatever it takes to feel included and wanted right. and, and win and popular and sponsored and whatever other words you want to put in there, right, that you're willing right, to put 
illegal drugs in your body well and do to do it like and to ruin degrade to, your own morals and yourself and to potentially ruin your health and your ability to have children and just do you know and all these other things for a goddamn plastic trophy and maybe a one in a gazillion chance that you're gonna be the ifbb olympia pro that wins like two nickels to rub together good right. job right because guess what like some of the big names that were that we were idolizing back in the day, well, ones in just fucking got out of prison, and you know, so so look what happened to that. But you know, they when you're done, you're done, right, right? Because looks fade, right? And that was a, that was actually a big part of the, what they talked about with the Kelly Ryan is and her like wanting, you know, is Which like I get it. They were saying that you know she was getting older right. and she should get plastic surgery, and the only way she's going to keep winning is to keep doing more and more and right. more, and that's what happens that's the addictive part of the drugs and bodybuilding well, that's, world yeah the the dysfunction the dysfunction junction of it and you know i suppose dysfunction junction yeah, what's your function that. but you know <laughs> i think that's conjunction junction. it is but i made a funny i was doing it you know, i like it it's good dysfunction um, junction what's but again function? it's also why we have the practice we have right of you can't just be trying to win at all costs like if this poor Kelly Ryan <laughs> had, she had it all. She had absolutely nothing. She needed a lot of therapy. She needed, you know, if she had had the ability or people in her life or whatever, somebody say like, look girl, like this is not good. Like, you're having sex with what now doing who, what, what? And walk away, right? And I'm not gonna say he blamed, he made her do what she did. But if she had been married to Joe the fireman, who was on straight and narrow, she probably wouldn't have done drugs, been in sex rings, or murdered anybody. Right, or if she had the ability, the self-esteem, the, the knowledge, the right. skills the practice, to understand. The flex or fuck you muscle. The, the, if she was able to flex, flex, flex the, God, mm -hmm. fucking damn it, to flex her fuck you muscle, to you know, not be a part of that, right. but but she clearly right. got so sucked into and all that. That's so sad for right? her. And who knows if there was other stuff? We don't know her childhood, her background. I mean, so many women get right. It's like there's just so much stuff, stuff in like that, right? And so you well, and and then there's also too the like that rise to fame. God, you see this with like actors and actresses yeah. all the time, right? They go from the fucking Disney Channel to like right. dying of a meth overdose, right? right? right. So, because it's like, it's too much too fast and you don't have the ability, the mental capacity, the ability to handle. Right. And you're like, oh my God, I'm on top of the world and everybody loves me and let me, and you just kind of get involved in this world yeah. of, you know, thinking, you know, that you're all, that you're the shit and you're going to be surrounded by yes men, right? And right. women and people that want you to do this, that, and the other thing, you're just going to do it. Right. Because you're you, going to. But I think that there's so many I think there's so many insecurities that come along with that. And I think they sort of touch on on the show, like here she is supposed to be being one of the most beautiful people on earth. And she's so fucking insecure. So insecure drove her to participating in a murder. Well, they said that. They said that, you know, outside of her bodybuilding, so strong and yeah. bad and you know, and she was supposed to be like this really driven like businesswoman and right. all this stuff. But it deep down she was this really insecure mm -hmm. person. And because she was getting older and the industry is telling her she's got to get plastic surgery or she's got to do this, that, and the other thing to look better and to, you know, and all the things they, the industry right. pressures you. Right. And this is true. Cause so, you know, Hey, when you're at the top, right. When you're at the top, people want you, the people that are paying you money want you to stay at the top. 
So they want you to do anything to stay at the top. I mean, and so that's when you get sucked into some of this well, crazy shit. Even worse is if you're in a relationship with somebody who well, wants to That was toxic. Toxic, the harmful, manip- you know, manipulate you to do awful things. So I think you could blame, we could blame a lot of this on the bodybuilding industry. Could obviously blame a lot of this on the practices of the time. And I think what we're really trying to change. It's going on now. But I think we're really trying to, trying to change how people can look at training in this industry Absolutely. and have it be a more holistic, healthy, so that you can avoid these horrible pitfalls because you have the knowledge and the skills and the um, understanding. Well, and also thankfully, but natural body, un, you know, natural drug body tested natural different. bodybuilding is such a huge world now. It just wasn't as known right. back then. I mean, there were small, you know, sanctions and federations back then. But it's so big now, right? Yeah. So there is another outlet. So yeah. people don't have to go that route um, and get sucked in and, you know, all of that crazy stuff. So at least we have we have that and mm-hmm. we have you and me. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, we have uh, Center Stage Athletics and, you know, and we're in the things that we're, we've actually been working a lot this weekend on some really amazing, I think, concepts um, for how we're going to grow ourselves yeah. as a coaching practice and be able to reach more people than... Listen, if you guys, I mean, if you don't know, we don't just work with bodybuilders. We talk a lot mm-hmm. about bodybuilding and, and obviously that's kind of in the core of our business, but we work with lifestyle clients and we really want to extend our reach to so many more women um, because a lot of the concepts that we use with our bodybuilders and our other types of athletes, um, the life athlete concept and being able to help other women learn how learn what they need to do and then help to train them to right. get there. Right. Because I think it's easy to know what you're, su- what you're supposed to do, no, getting from knowing what to do and doing it. Right. The difference is training. Right. And, uh, and so it's learning and training and that is what we're trying to do. Right. So that's what we've been working on. That's what we've been working on. But on we also worked on this because we thought this would be fun. Super fun. And this was fun, actually. Right. This was super fun. Because this, this is our our passion, our hobby. This is it's our hobby. Our hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it has a lot of good points. Yep. And we wanted to see what it's like to do a podcast sitting next to each other. It was yep. a little uncomfortable. Actually, I liked it. Because I felt like... Because you kept looking at the screen. I I'm did. Like, There's I nobody there. <laughs> and I was like, Wendy, where did you <laughs> go? here. Wendy, why aren't you on the screen? I'm just staring at our logo. <laughs> and then, but towards the end, I was like, oh, we really can- oh! Oh, oh my God! We could you get okay, here. Where'd you come from? We literally could just sit here and have a conversation. Yeah, so tomorrow, you. when we record our next podcast, yes. I promise I'll be like, "Just what are you yes. doing?" Lovingly gazing right into my face. eyes because I like that. I know. I know how much you love. The more to touching look- and <laughs> contact, the better. Brandy loves touching in contact. Uh, okay. She's the most touchy feeling person I've ever. Right. I am. So we gotta cut this. Um, I hope everybody liked it. Yep. We did, and that's all that matters. Short and sweet and super fun. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for listening. We've had like really awesome responses. Um, super, super appreciate everybody for listening. Um, you could really help us out if you guys um, go and listen on like Apple and iTunes. You can rate us. Yes. Um, and you can actually write a review, subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate, review, downloading helps. If you actually download the podcast, these are all things that like help us apparently as podcasters. Um, but we're also available on Spotify and Stitcher and Google and pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. We're out there. So, um, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell everybody. Um, and, uh, thanks for listening and 
Uh, Bye. No, what are we supposed to say? Don't be weird. Use your head. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Bye. Bye. I mean, you don't have to go to school. <laughs>